This is the Living Manor, the real bread of life, a radio broadcast of the King's Vine Assembly. Remember, God sent His Word, and His Word heals them and delivers them from destruction. Get yourself prepared and your spirit alive as you receive the ministry of God's servant, Reverend Shagun Sam Abejide. God is set to bless you and deliver you from every satanic oppression. Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20. Can we all, while seated, lift up our voice loud and read that one verse together? Everyone, let's go. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice, and open the door. I will come into him. And will sup with him. And he with me. Precious father. Thank you for the privilege of your word. Thank you for the privilege of being in your presence. Father we ask that you bless your word. As a proceed. That according to what you have said. That he sent his word is what heals them. And delivered them from destruction. Let your word heal us and deliver us from destruction. Touch my tongue, O Lord, to only say what you want me to say. Let no flesh glory in your presence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let the people say louder. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. My message is titled, Your Maker is Knocking. Your maker is knocking. Now, God loves us so much that he doesn't want any one of us to perish. God loves us so much that he doesn't want any one of us to go astray. He loves us so much that he doesn't want anybody to be lost. His love is so great that even while we were yet sinners, he died for us. According to Romans 8 verse 5. He said, for he had commended his love towards us all. Even that while we were yet sinners, he died for us. Even while we were misbehaving and doing those things that are not convenient, he still find a place for us in his heart. While we were yet drunkards. He loved us. That's Jesus for you. In John 15, 13, the Bible says, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man should lay down his life for a friend. That's the kind of love that Christ has for us, that God has for us. Unconditional love. It's found in John 3, 16. For God so loved the world. As bad, as terrible as the world is, he still created it. And he doesn't want it to be destroyed. He still loves us. But there are conditions. He loves us. If you look at Isaiah 53 verse 6. Put it for me. You can just quote it. But I just want you to see. Isaiah 53 verse 6. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord had laid on him the iniquity of us all. See all the terrible things we are doing. The Lord put it on Jesus. Every terrible things we are doing. He took it from our neck and put it on him. Who knew no sin? That's the kind of love. In Second, in Second Chronicles chapter seven, verse fourteen. Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people, who are called by my name, four things are to be done there, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. You can see another condition. Then will I hear from heaven. There are four stages from men. There are three stages on the man's side. First stage on the man's side 
and three levels on God's side. According to this scripture. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves. Now called by my name is not talking about the other side. You claim to be in church. You claim to be a child of God. These are the people called by his name. The people that he had already redeemed. So if my people, because he still calls you his people. So if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves. It's hard for man to humble himself. But if he will humble himself and pray too. And seek my face. And turn from their wicked ways. Then the healing condition comes. Then will I hear from heaven. And forgive their sins. Everything has levels. And will heal their land. Because we have all gone astray. Now I just use that as a background. To go back to the opening text. That the master is knocking. Now go back to Revelation 3.20. And see what the scripture says. And I read this scripture during the week. And this scripture remained with me. Throughout, I was meditating. Take cognizance of each word. Behold, I stand at the door. In the King James Version, the words of Jesus are written in red and italics. And so this one is written in red. Every word that is spoken by Jesus are written in red. So if you check your Bible, you see that every word written in red are the words that proceeded directly from Jesus to the people. Not through his disciples. Behold, I stand at the door. So, who is at the door is God. Your maker. The one who created you, standing at the door. I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door. Now, let's stop there. Now, the points I put down is number one. Your maker is standing at the door. Knocking. And then you shut him out. Can you imagine the one who made you? The one who created you. Standing by the door. Knocking. Knocking. I want to come in. Yet we shut him out. You allow fornication, but you shut him out. You prefer to drink, but you shut him out. You allow all manners of devilish things to occupy your heart, but you shut him out. Yet he stands there, knocking. The one who saved you, stood at the door, knocking. The one who died for you on the cross, Stood at the door, knocking. For some of us, he has been knocking for the past 18 years. But that cigarette, he said, no. Allow me to have my cigarette. Stay out. Some of you has been knocking 15 years, 20 years. To stop that thing, you shut him out. How can your maker stand at the door? Who should be inside? Who should occupy the heart? Who should be the manager of that house? Jesus standing at the door. You ignored him. You know how many times we've ignored him? The one who defeated Satan for you standing at the door knocking. The one who rescued you from death, rescued you from sickness, rescued you from accident many times and from the fairy uh, tales of darkness still standing at the door you prefer to keep malice than allow Jesus come in what occupies your heart that makes you keep Jesus shut out the one who blessed you standing at the door the one that made you relevant Standing at the door, knocking. The one who took shame out of your life, standing at the door. You remember how long you've argued with him. You won't allow him come in. He wants to make you holy. You said no. 
I prefer this way of life. It wants to make you honest. But you say, I prefer this way of life. It wants to change you so that you can fulfill purpose. You say, I prefer this way of life. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. The next thing I will ask you, how long has he been standing? For some of us, 20 years. 30 years. In the last three years, he's been knocking some people. Let me come in. This thing you are doing will not help you. But you shut him out. You allow pornography to stay inside, but not Jesus. You allow demonic things to occupy your heart, but not Jesus. Ask yourself, how long has this been standing, knocking? You prefer to be a fighter than to allow Jesus to come in. The one who owns your life. You shut him out. Let's even take this year alone. You shut him out doing what you like. And you think your life is in your hand. Behold, I stand at the door. Let me give you an, a, small, a, a, just a small illustration. Can you imagine as a father, you have a child. And you build a nice duplex mansion. I mean physical, and you build it. And you put your child there. And you drove outside to do something. And then coming in, you knock the door. He refused to open. That's what we do. He built you. You refuse to open. He gave you blessing. You refuse to open. He protected you. Can you imagine? And the man comes back and knocks. Johnson, open the door. Ade, open the door. Call her, open the door. And you refuse. That's what we're doing. Can you imagine? And that young man will not open the door for his father. And rain is falling. Sun is beating. You won't allow him to come in. What are the things you allow to take the place of God in your life? How long have you kept Jesus standing at the door? Who should be begging? Should your maker be begging you? Theophilus, allow me. I want to come in. I want to sit in your heart. I want to lead you. You don't know the way. You don't know tomorrow. You don't know how to walk. Let me come in. You say no. How long has he been standing? How long has the master been knocking? The thought thing that comes in my heart. Who occupies your heart? Who is the manager of your heart? You know, the heart is the main thing. The heart of a man is deceitful. And above all, desperately wicked. Who occupies your heart? Who is in charge of your heart? For some of us, worldliness is in charge. All the church you come is just for... It's social gathering. Nothing enters. You see? For some of us, what occupy the moment you remove fashion, no life. I'm not saying it's wrong. But it so much occupies your heart that Jesus has no place to sit. For some of us, the love of money is number one. Money. If God doesn't keep you, how will you spend the money? God is the number one. God is the priority. No wonder Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first. The kingdom of God. Who makes you strong? Who makes you get the job? 
Who gave you the breakthrough? Who advertised you? Who sustained you? When you are sleeping at night and snoring, do you know how many enemies came around? Who is delivering you? You now ignore that God. You think you can go far. You go nowhere. If my people were called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. We men have many wicked ways. Many wicked ways. Who occupies that place? The place of God. Where God is to meet with you in fellowship. You know what occupies it. You, you know what occupies your. I know what occupies mine. Who occupies your heart? The house of God. The temple of God. Do you not know that the heart of man is the temple of God? Your body is the temple of God. So who occupies it? Who reigns in that place? We don't allow God. So Satan sat quietly, confidently, and ruling your house. He tells you to steal, you steal. He tells you to fornicate, you fornicate. He tells you to do adultery, you do it. Because he is in charge. You have to do what he tells you to do. The governor of the house rules the house. If God is in the place, he will tell you what to do. If Satan is in that place, he will tell you what to do. I think it's time that you allow the maker. Standing at the door. Two years now. Six years. Eight years. Allow him to come in. He knows what you don't know. He sees what you don't see. He understands what you don't understand. But you don't allow him. Will you allow him to reign today? Behold, I stand at the door. Jesus standing. Even when you make a man stand for one hour, you're not opening the door in front of your house. He keeps knocking. Yet it's your friend. You say, I'm coming. I'm in the bedroom. You stand at the gate. You get frustrated. The man will leave. But the difference is, this, this, this man refused to leave. He's still standing. 19 years. You are doing the wrong things. He's still standing. Stop stealing. Stop this drug. Man will have turned away and they will just walk away. But Jesus is patient. He stands there. Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. He's been patient with us. He wants you to stop that habit. He's knocking. Stop this thing you are doing. He keeps knocking. This thing will destroy you. This thing will bring you shame. This thing will not help you. You never answer. Ten years now you keep doing that thing. He's saying this is wrong. I stand at the door. I knock. You drove your maker away. Why would you do that? Look at Revelation 3 verse 13. Revelation chapter 2 rather. Revelation chapter 2 verse 13. I want to read something from there. Look at this. I know thy works. And where thou dwellest. Even where Satan's seat is. And thou holdest fast my name. And hast not denied my faith. Even in those days wherein Antipas was. My faithful Matthias. Who was slain among you. Where Satan dwells. Some of you go to church. But you are saying where Satan dwells. Nobody knows you as a Christian. In that hostel. What makes you a Christian is. You come to church on Sunday. But nobody ever knows you are a believer. 
You still stay where Satan dwells. You do the things where the sons of Satan do. Until you allow him to come in. You allow him to come and rule and reign. Until you are able to sing that song. Lord, I want to be like Jesus in my heart. If you know it, sing it quietly. Lord, I want to be like Jesus in my heart. In my heart. In my heart. If you know it, sing it with me. Jesus leaves doesn't keep malice the heart that Jesus leaves doesn't steal the heart that Jesus leaves fears God the heart that Jesus leaves doesn't look down on people. A heart that Jesus leaves prepares for his coming. When you observe yourself and in three months, one year, you don't even think about heaven. You know that Jesus is not living there. One sign, you will know. You won't long for heaven. A heart where Jesus lives. Don't destroy others. A heart where Jesus is sitting. Don't scorn people. A heart where Jesus is. Don't stand in the ways of sinners. A heart that Jesus leaves, you can't find pornography there. What is he doing there? Is he not on your phone? It's a sign that you are only coming to church. Jesus is not there. And he has been patiently waiting 15 years, 20 years, knocking. Mr. Churchgoer, he's standing at the door. Knocking. My question to you now at this point. Will you keep your maker still waiting. And standing. How long will you keep him waiting? How long? You have refused the master entrance. He wants to use you. He wants to save you. He wants to deliver you from that sin. 
but you reluctantly make the door closed. You close the door of your heart. You give no way for the word of God. No time for Bible reading. No time for fellowship. No time to wait on him. It's just you on your phone. Doing nonsense. You kept your maker. Some of you 22 years was the last time. But you are in church. You have refused the master. Please, don't let us not be doing church. The coming of the Lord is near. Seek him when he can be found. Stand. Nobody knows the time. Nobody knows the hour. Stand. In this church, I will tell you, stand. If you are going to be a child of God, stand. This is not the time to play a game. Stand. If you want to be a Christian, be a Christian. How long would you keep him standing at the door? He comes like a thief in the night. Oh, cinnamon like me. Oh, cinnamon like you. Let us all come back to the Lord. He's opening. He Open the door of your heart. He's knocking. Don't turn him away. Because on that day, you see the songs we sing today, they are not songs. Most of them is just entertainment song. As I'm preaching, I remember one of the songs we used to sing in our young days at the chapel. That was not sophisticated equipment. And Christianity was strong. The more aesthetics we get, the power goes. Let every sinner man turn back to God. Because it comes like a thief in the night. We used to sing that song. Oh, sinner man, where will you run to? Oh, sinner man, where will you run to? Oh, sinner man, where will you run to? Oh, on that day. Where will you run to? If you run to the tree. The tree also will be running. You run to the river. The river also will be running. It's going to be a day of chaos. Open the door of your heart. Let me quickly. Just do a few things. And close. Look at the scripture. Revelation 3.20. What happens when you open that door? Something follows. You will see it now. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hear my voice, why haven't you heard his voice? If anyone hear my voice, see, it's time to hear his voice. And open the door. If anyone hear my voice, one, and open the door, two, something great happens. I will come in. Hey! I will come in to him. He will come in. The, 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 the second thing that is amazing, and I will eat with him. I will sup with him. Can you imagine Jesus coming to you and eating with you every day, every minute? But you know why? You've been eating with the devil for 20 years. That's why you are shortchanged. 
you've been eating with the devil. All those things that we do that are noise, we've been eating with the devil. But if we open our door and he comes in, I will come and sup with him. Can you imagine Jesus sitting with you on the table, dining with you? Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. I stand at the door and I knock. If any man open, who is willing today to open the door of his heart to say, Father, no more. I will never, never go back to the world. Never go back to the world. Never go back to the world anymore. I will never, never go back to the world. Never go back to the world. Never go back to. Point to your neighbor around. You must never, never go back to the world. Never go. Point to him. Tell him. Take it two more times louder. Tell them, you must never, never go back to. Never go back to. Never go back to the. Turn, turn up. You must never, never go back to the world. Never go back to the world. Never go back to the world. Stay there. It's knocking. If today you will open the door of your heart, he will come in and he will sup with you. Do you know what that means? When Jesus eats with you, he tells you his mind. Son, this is where to go. Son, that's the business to do. Daughter, this is who to marry. He comes and he eats with you. He sup with you. He will no more hide anything. But when you shut him out, you can't hear his instruction. You can't know his mind. Behold, I stand at the door. And I knock. Are you still going to shut the door of your heart? Are you still going to shut the door of your heart? Let everyone that has ear hear what the Spirit is saying. Forget all the things you are watching on film. Face reality. By the time Jesus comes, none of those things will stand. It is the word of truth at the end of the day that will stand. Why have you shut the door of your heart? Why have you remained stubborn? Because like a thief in the night, he will come. People of God, how long will you keep the master standing, knocking, begging you? I want to come in. I want to come in. I want to rule in your life. I want to reign. And you refused. If it is man, he will walk out. Can, can somebody come to say, I want to help you? A rich man coming to, I want to help you. I want to change your life. And you refused. The worst is, after one hour, the man will walk away. But this one has been standing 18 years. 25 years. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And you refused. Because of the pleasure of life. Because of the things that you like. You refused him. But there is chance for you this morning. Behold, I stand at the door and knock.
If any man, this morning, if any man, any man, any man, hear my voice and open the door of his heart. Not the door of the church, of his heart. I will come into him and I will sup with him and he with me. Stand up on your feet. You will close your eyes. Let the backups come. Because we're going to take that song about three, four times. I want you to sing it. It will sink till that heart, whatever devil is there, blocking that heart. You will sing this song until you know something pop out. We're going to sing it up to three, four, five times. Lord, I want to be like Jesus. Raise your voice. In my heart. Lord, I
you have to say to God to remove those things blocking him from coming in. Those things that occupy our hearts. Ask him for grace. He should take it away. Lord, in my heart, I want you to come into my heart. <laughs> Talk to the Lord. What is that thing that blocks Jesus from coming into your heart? Is he drinking? Is he smoking? What exactly has taken the place of God? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's face. The sin of blood is into it and lose their guilty state. Hey! Then lose their guilty state. They are guilty The sin of blood is into it and loose their guilty state. There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's face sea has plunged beneath the floor and loose their guilty state and loose their guilty state does someone want to lose his guilty state and loose their guilty The sea not blown beneath and loose their guilty state. Somebody needs to plunge beneath the blood this morning. Somebody needs to open the door of his heart. If you are here, you don't know Jesus. You come to church, but you are not saved. You have not encountered that redemption power. Take advantage now as I pray with you. You want to give your life to Jesus. You're watching online, watching on media, wherever you are. You are in the auditorium right now, wherever you are. And you know you are just going to church, no encounter, you are not saved. But you want to take advantage right now. This is your day. Don't postpone it till tomorrow. Raise your right hand. God bless that hand. Raise it to the Lord. God bless that hand. This is the day of salvation for you. Don't postpone. Come to lose your guilty stain. If you go the way you came, don't blame God. Raise it up properly. Raise it up properly. Raise it up. This is the day of salvation. Now is the acceptable time. There is a fountain field. Can you come forward right now? Come forward. Let me pray. Those hands raised. Just come. 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 It's between you and God. Come. The sea not beneath the blood. Their guilty state. Sing with me. 
free church. There is joy in heaven when people turn to righteousness. Let me hear you, church. After me, Jesus, I come to you. I open the door of my heart. Come into my heart. Save my soul. Forgive me my sins. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Write my name in the book of life. I have allowed. The doors of my heart are open unto you. Save me. Write my name in the book of life. In Jesus name. Heavenly Father we thank you. For the souls that you have come. That you have called to yourself. They have opened the door of their heart. And I know. You will occupy. In the name of Jesus. For those of us who know the Lord. Continually occupy our hearts. Let not the devil have his way in our heart. Let not the world occupy our heart. May our heart be completely and totally occupied by you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. God bless you. God bless you. Bring them. All you. Okay. You need to come here. Relocate some of them back to, so that we can have their time of counsel. Except the first timers. Those who are members can stand up for them. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Put your right hand on your chest. Just as I journey through the land, singing as I go, pointing souls to Calvary. Through the crimson flow, many arrows pierce my soul from without within. But my Lord leads me on through Him. I am on. Oh, I want to see. Oh, I want to see. Look upon His face. There to forever of his saving grace 
been tremendously blessed. For prayers, counseling, and inquiries, please call the following numbers. Plus 234-8066-755622 or plus 234-9052-66-6677 or you can visit our website www.kingsvineassembly.org.ng For more inspiring messages, subscribe to Reverend Shegwa Bejide's YouTube channel. Watch, like, and share. Join us also at the King's Vine Assembly, 19 Oro Road, off Ibrahim Taiwo Road, Ilori, Kwara State, Nigeria. On Sundays, we have a communion and celebration service by 9 a.m., on Wednesday, Manor and Prophetic Service by 5.30 p.m. And on Fridays, we have the Throne of Grace Service by 5.30 p.m. We also host the Moment of Miracles with Jesus on the first Wednesday to Friday of every month by 5.30 p.m. We're looking forward to seeing you. Join us same time next week. God bless you.